Bless him, Lord. Walk in the sea, the stormy sea. Walk in the sea of Galilee. Jesus came to them that night. Walk in the sea. Bang that they chose to light the throne. And for their faith was so strong. Open up on the shore along, they flee to thee. Jesus, they saw while their dismay. Bless him, Lord. Him unto who they look for aid. They in their sight be not afraid. Walk in the sea. Yeah, walk in the sea, the stormy sea. Walk in the sea of Galilee. Walk in the sea. Trouble sometimes may round the road. While on the voyage to the road. Just as they did in days of old. Walk in Galilee. Faithfully strive your heart to guide, knowing that storm you'll safely ride. Jesus is ever at your side. Walk in the sea, walk in the sea of Galilee, walk in the sea of Galilee, stormy sea of Galilee. Walk in the sea. Amen. Out <laughs> on the fishing boat, and the storm come, and the waves are washing you like this, you know. That's a scary feeling. It is, brother. Them boys that's down on that boat, you know, they're down in the bottom of that boat rolling. Bless right? uh, him, Lord. The disciples was up on the top deck. They're scared. They're calling on the Lord. And he come walking on the sea. Can you imagine that? <laughs> See him coming and walking on the sea. <laughs> Praise God. I like it. Amen. That's all right. I could, I could see that just as plain as looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Lord, I tell you that. Praise God. Anybody else got a song? They ain't going to follow that, man. A whole lot to do in a short time to do it in. Praise God. Time's running out. things you don't see when you're young. You just got to get slowed down and some age on you. Not saying we know it all. I ain't telling you that. But 
those things just don't make sense till you get old enough to see there it is happening. And when I first got saved, I couldn't understand that scripture. Uh, life is a vapor, appear for a little while and vanish away. Let's go around the world and talk about that. Yeah, I caught on to that and dumb as I am. Amen. Good to see all of you out tonight. Had a great Christmas party. Had a great, uh, great spirit. I praise God for being in the midst and the presence. You know, He don't have to come down here and, and bless us. He don't have to do that. He's in the comfort of heaven, but he'll come off down here in the storm and tell us those sorry people and just bless us going to come. Amen. He's willing to die that we should be set free. Praise the Lord. Anybody else got a prayer request? Remember Pat and her daughter come get her tickets to Baltimore that I was leaving. Remember Misty, she had outpatient surgery this morning. Pray for Henry. He's in a week or two. He's going to find out what all he does me tomorrow. 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 Amen. Amen. That's close. Amen. Emma goes Infection, he's got sugar, and he's got a place on his foot, infection in his arm. Uh, just pray. I don't, I don't know what the outcome of the situation God knows. And Ann just had, uh, her mama just had the rest of her kidney stones busted today, so y- yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. So pray. Today, Wednesday. Jamie, he's still sick. Thank the Lord for, you know, for a little patience. She had her surgery today and everything went well. 
I remember Ray Easter too. He's got sugar in his head. He's had all kinds of problems. He's a fruit nursing home right now and helping. Dean Eaton Mm-hmm. 
I may be wrong on this, but I, I think it was like a million people in Ukraine that's without power. And that's cold country. Cold weather coming in. That's right. Mount have no power, no water. You know the roofs blowed off, the windows blowed out, yeah. the damp cellars hiding. I just yeah. and I ain't got no neighbor to hit you. No, no. That's exactly right. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, we was like twenty-five or thirty miles from the Ukraine in Romania. I'm telling you, you, you could see through the houses. And I seen uh, the door was open. I saw one old cook stove in just a little room and the stove pipe run out the window. And, and, and I told well, Lord have mercy, God help me not to grumble. Amen. Amen. Mm. Love it, church. Appreciate you. God showed me some things on Christmas Day. And some people, praise the Lord. Amen. God give you what you need. Anything else for to pray? Come pray. Place to take a place. <coughs> yeah, let me ask y'all this before we get here. Y'all want to try to have like 11 o'clock service on Sunday, Christmas Day, 25th? I can't hardly stand the thoughts of calling it off. Yeah. That'd be good then. I see several hands that we'll just try to come at 11 o'clock. And I know with kids and different things, uh, but we don't need to get Sandy above Jesus. So but we'll just try to have a Whatever God lays on the heart for, for Sunday morning, 11 o'clock service. Amen. 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 I know people go to meet here in Yonder and everywhere else. But they just want they still be on time. They'll still be on time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can warm gravy up turkey too. Sure. Yeah. Okay, let's go around. Praise God lays on the heart. Everybody pray.
He called me off to the side as a young Christian. He wasn't a, he wasn't a preacher. He said, I turned preaching down. And he said, look at me now. And he explained several things to me as a young Christian that helped me, that I didn't know, that I, I didn't understand. But he put the fear of God in my heart that I didn't need to turn back. Put the fear of God in my heart. I need to take what I had, and when the devil told me I didn't have nothing, I need to take what I had and use it for the glory of God. <coughs> and that's been uh, well, 50, probably 52, 53 years ago. But I ain't never forgot some of the stuff that he told me, and definitely I've seen it come to pass. So, you know, and I know our young people from the back and having to do this and having to do that. But our young people are losing the understanding of the Word of God. Amen. I've never heard them when they find a body and they do a DNA and they check them out and they distinctly say this is a female or a male. Even in an old dead body that's decayed and there's nothing but Maybe teeth or bones that's left. And it's a male or a female. Today we're walking around. Amen. Everywhere that don't even know what we are. Or where we're going. If people realize, and this is why I'm saying this, if people realize that they're going to hell, I believe surely, surely we would do something about it. Amen. Surely we change our way of thinking and, and our attitude. I've had some high highs on, on alcohol. I've never been on meth, praise the Lord. It wasn't invented when I come along or hadn't been here. Or crack cocaine, maybe that's a different high. But it's nothing compared to the peace of God Amen. that God gives us. Amen. That we can know that we have eternal life. And we can know, no matter what the devil tells us, that we can bear good fruit. That our seed can be planted and grow and help somebody else. That's right. I got a call from my, what is it, from Augusta, Augusta, Virginia today, an inmate. And, uh, I was on the road, so I just pulled off at a service station, sat there and talked for probably 20 minutes. And prayed for me with the power of God. But we can't see face to face. We can't get eyeball to eyeball because it's about impossible. Well, he prayed over the phone. He said, I want to pray for you. And I'm going to tell you, the power of God fell right in the truck. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. And he said, I'm going to spread it. I'm going to spread it to these inmates. I'm going to get them praying. And what we need to spread in the church, and you can't remember everybody. One day I'll remember Henry, and the next day it'll be Ann. But let's God, let's remember what we can remember. That's right. Get it stirred up in our soul. Amen. Bless the Lord. Let's just go to the fourth verse. This won't take me long. If some of you got something else. 
And he said, when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. A parable is just a short story, an everyday story, the everyday life that we can see. And these definitely were farmers. And he said, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. So I thought, why did I get seed that was treated that cost more that the fowls of the air wouldn't eat it? Because the birds feed on seed. And it says it was sowed by the wayside, and I thought, wouldn't it be so crazy, which we don't have many dirt roads now, a dirt road that's traveled on, wouldn't it be so crazy to go out and sow grass in a dirt road? That traffic was on and beating the rocks and, and, and throwing it in every direction. Matter of fact, it'd be crazy to sow grass in your driveway. Because yeah. as grass grows, it, it makes rich dirt, and the rich dirt finally makes mud, and that ain't what you want for a driveway. You want something soft. So it said it fell by the wayside. And it was trodden down. So listen carefully. Today the word of God is being trodden down yeah. by things of this world. Amen. It's been trodden down. It's, it's hard for me to keep my mind stayed on what the preacher's saying. When, when I go visit somewhere, it's hard for me to keep my mind and get the whole meaning of the service. I thought there's a fellow here Sunday night. It's a blessing to me. He, I don't know him well. Prayed with him a time or two. He said, Bill, I've been to several churches in my lifetime. And he said, some of them you can sleep in. He said, but you sure can't sleep here. <laughs> That's the very words he said. And I said, praise the Lord. This ain't a place to sleep. And we just had to preach on not sleeping on Sunday morning. <laughs> Some fell by the wayside. And any of us, any of us knows that if you go out, every grain ain't going to come up. We hope it will. But every grain ain't going to come up. Every grain of corn ain't going to come up. We know everybody has looked out in the cornfield and when the corn got about that big, that little crow was out there pulling up that corn to eat that grain. So that won't never make no roast nears. The birds got it. And the more I thought on this, the more I thought, how many things is going on church in church that takes our mind off of it? If we get a little bit ill, if we get a little bit aggravated with something in church, you know, that's just like the old crow coming and getting that, that grain of seed. It steals that away. Steals it right away when it's, when it's sowed on good ground. And it said in the, in the sixth verse, and said some fell on a rock. As soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And all of you knows. Everybody knows. You can't plant a grain of corn or a bean 
on a rock. There ain't no dirt on it. There ain't no moisture on it. It takes several things for this seed to grow. So when, when the word is preached, and, and it, it plainly says down in the 11th verse, the seed is the word of God. So when the seed, the word of God is sown, it's got to have some other things that goes with it to make it grow. Yeah. It, can't just, it can't just lay there if it's on a rock. But when, when the sun comes up, it's going to scorch it because it don't have no moisture on that rock. So it takes every one of us, we can sow bad seed or we can sow good seed. We can leave our seed. I preached one time, I think, out of Haggai, I forgot. When we left our, our seed in the barn. And it'll go foul. It don't do us no good. We've got to use what God gives us. He said, some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up. There some fell by the wayside, some fell on the rock, and some fell among thorns. And the thorn sprang up with it and choked it. Now let's listen to this carefully. How many ball games have you ever been to as spiritual? Larry Johnson. If it goes real smooth, it may not be no upset. One talked to us as they went out the door, and they said, we're, we're trying to coach little girls. And he said, the coach finally told him, said, I'm the coach. I'm the referee. You stay in your place and I'll take care of mine. So think about it. <laughs> we get saved and we don't find nothing in church exciting. I mean, I can't excite you. You've got to have the Holy Ghost inside of you to be excited. You've got to have some experience that God has saved you, that God has blessed you, that God has kept you, and that God is going to take you on to heaven one of these days. Yeah. Amen. That it, Jesus died on the cross that we can have eternal life. Yeah. So we've got to have this inside of us or the thorns will lead us up. I've watched it time and time and time again and I'm experiencing it right now in, in my own family that we're not where we need to be. We're among thorns. And what is the thorns? The thorns will choke you out. The morning glories will round up your vine and choke you down till you won't bear no fruit. The thorns will eat you up in a garden. Why do we spray or dig or hoe? You see, we hoe every stalk of corn. Plow it all and then hoe every stuff and, and cut, chopped out every weed till it wouldn't take no nutrition from that stalk of corn. They've got so modern today they don't do it that way. But it's still true. And said some fell among thorns and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. A ragweed in anybody's garden will outgrow a tomato plant. 
I don't know why, but it will outgrow a tomato plant. And I still say, I ain't no farmer. I ate first, and he said, and, and others fell on good ground, and it sprang up, and bare fruit a hundredfold. Matthew says, some thirty, some sixty, and some a hundred. Bare fruit a hundredfold, and when he had said these things, he, I got this mark. He cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. I know I've preached that. Said, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. The seven churches of Asia Minor. And he said, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Yeah. Amen. So the Spirit may not be speaking out there at the forums. But the Spirit is speaking to the churches, and we need to be listening. We need to be hearing what the Spirit. Church is important. Amen. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what they try to preach to you. And it's good to have it on TV or radio if you can't go. But I'm going to tell you, church is important. Amen. I remember my granny. She finally one day sat down and talked to me a bunch about some problems that happened and they got out of church many, many years ago. It wasn't God that caused that problem. It wasn't God that broke that church up and split that church. The way of the transgressor is hard. And when we try to transgress against God, it gets hard. And you that are trying to serve God wholeheartedly, it's not easy sometimes when the transgressor comes against you. When they try to cause you problems. He said, and he cried, he that hath an ear to hear, he that hath ears, not just an ear, ears to hear. The Lord knows you had two ears, hello. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? And the tenth verse he said unto you, said unto you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to others in parables that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. I'm, I'm not the judge. But can I tell you, I know for a fact. And I think I may go mad this week. And all the answer they gave me back was a, a heart I love you. But I told them, I said, we need you and you need us. You can't survive just any place. And one of our members. You can't, you can't survive on what you're doing. One might can survive more tires and more troubles and more, uh, more uh, things against them than another one. But there's some that can't handle the storms. <coughs> some of us are weaker, and I sure ain't the strongest person alive. Bless the Lord. 
the Bible teaches me that we that are strong to bear the infirmities of the weak. So if we all get weak, who's going to help us? Somebody's got to stay up and encourage. Henry's got cancer operation coming up. The unknown. Being put to sleep. Not knowing how deep. Don't know if they'll get it all. Many, many things that could be. And it might just be gone. There's many options. But can I tell you, his mind's worthy. I mean, he's a wonder. Satan will try to sow tires in there on you to break you down. And one will come up to you, don't mean to, but they come up to you and they say, well, I remember one that was like this and he was healed. They got in there and it wasn't anything. And you'll come at the other and say, I had a grandpa like that before he didn't last no time. He just died. Is that right, Mrs. Jones? We don't mean to sow those bad seeds, but I put a thought in his heart. Grandpa had the same thing he got. He didn't have. <laughs> Grandpa just died in his sleep for no sickness for a time. Just put, plant a bad seed in the heart. Can I tell you something? Listen carefully. We can stand up in our testimony and plant a bad seed in the church. Yeah. We, can, we can slow it down. We can hinder it. If you get a man to thinking about something else instead of God, Instead of praising God, I, I thought it under laundry. He said, You're done. Yeah. He didn't say it just in that word, but it was what that's what he meant. Yeah. Ain't nothing else we can do, we're just going to send you home. Yeah. Just go on home. Old stubborn golden that's not out of the last birth of Jesus. Right there in North Carolina. Believed in God, and God took care of I mean, his age didn't change, but bless God, he's here. Amen. <coughs> yeah. more days with beard, made her smile. Amen. Kept her smiling. Amen. Little peace in our heart. That's Jesus. Amen. That's Amen. Jesus. But the devil is out there sowing bad, bad seed. Continuously. At your house, my house, in the church house. He does so in the church house and anywhere else. I don't believe the Lord said that quite in the 8th verse. And he cried, He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable mean? And he said, Unto you it is, is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to others in the parable that seeking, they might not see, and hearing, they might not understand. Neighbor, I'm not smart, but I promise you from the depths of my heart, there's as little of understanding of the Holy Word of God today as I've ever seen in my life. We've got more access, we've got more Bibles, we've got it on radio, on TV, we've got it on CD, we've got it on our cell phone, we've got the Bible, but there's no understanding of what God is. If I understand God is going to cut me off, amen, I'll change some things. Yep. Amen. You know why I got saved? 
I got to realize that, that I was going to a devil's hell. Without God, I had no, I had no escape. Right. I had no place to go. But today, Satan has made us think we can make it a little longer. Right. They've made us think that a miracle will stand forever. That a miracle won't fall. That we can't be a third world country. Can I tell you, a miracle is heading down. Because we've turned our back on God. And he, now live first. And, this parable, and, and then the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. So what we sow, if we're going to sow good seed, it'll have to be the Word of God. NIV ain't it because it's been changed. Too many things have been taken out of it. And some of these scriptures, uh, Boots knows for sure that you cannot follow them in your King James Bible as they read out of that other. I don't know what it is. But I don't want it. He said in the 12th verse, those by the wayside are they that hear, then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts lest they should believe and be saved. Now maybe they get under conviction. God deals with their heart. And here comes the devil. Let's think about that seed that's, that's sowed on a dirt road. And here comes that old big tandem truck across that seed. And the wind and the exhaust and the speed and running over it. And, and it's gone. So they're just ready to give their heart to the Lord. And here comes the devil. Here comes the devil. And take away the word out of their heart. Can the devil steal it out of your heart? That's what the Bible says. The devil can steal the word of God, the seed, the word of God out of our heart. And I know this is saying they might keep him from being saved. But I'm going to tell you something. The devil can make us doubt and, and disbelief and, and don't remember all the goodness that God has done for us. Yeah. If nothing else ever happened, Oscar, in my life, and Bill Hawkins too, amen, when God raised us up from the altar and saved our soul, if nothing else ever happened, took that thirst of alcohol, Bill burned it in the fire, I took mine to the trash dump and some down the drain. But think, if nothing else happened, God done that. Amen. Bill, you'd probably been dead by now. And you and I had no bill. Oscar, you'd probably been dead by now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. I wouldn't be here. And the devil taketh away the word out of their hearts lest they should believe and be saved. Have you thought about how the devil could take that away out of your heart? You had heard the word and it was getting to you. 
And you decided, well, I'm going to church this Sunday. And the phone rung about 8 o'clock. And you was an avid fisherman. And they said, we just got a fishing trip planned and the man that was going with us, it won't cost you a penny. Would you like to go to the coast fishing with us? There ain't nothing wrong with fishing. Don't get me wrong. I remember a preacher. <laughs> he was booked to preach here. And he said, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, and I thought we might not get to go again. He said, he called me. I said, which one was first? Was you booked to preach here? Or was you booked to go to the beach first? I said, do what you want to do. We'll make it. We'll make it, Matt Burton. He decided to go to the beach first. Don't make a vow and break it. <coughs> Is going to the beach more important than preaching? No. <coughs> I can't be everywhere. I've had to turn down a few funerals. Very few. A couple I've had to turn down when I had two at the same time. They didn't want to change and I couldn't do it. I can't preach two funerals two different places at two o'clock. Think about it. Are we getting this? Are we understanding this? Listen, Lord. Or am I just in the first grade and you don't know it all? This ain't doing nothing for us. I'm going to tell you the word can be stole out of our hearts. Amen. My first grade teacher, I remember her. I don't remember the second grade, but I remember the third grade. They made a, they made a mark in my life. If I didn't get it the first time, they told me second. And that third grade teacher put me in a trash can and put my nose to the corner and I stood there, laughed at for the class. I remember them. Miss Show, I remember Miss Show. Are we getting an understanding of this? If you don't obey it, it's a small thing to stand in a corner in a trash can with your nose to the wall. Now I'm laughing at you. Yeah. Hello? But I've been there. I've done that too, brother. Amen, brother. You don't forget that, do you, brother? I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing at it. was hitting home with me because I stood down with my nose in a ring. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that too in a ring. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, they... On the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy. They're just tickled to death to hear the word with joy. And these have no root, which is for a while belief, and in time of temptation fall away. Not being judgmental, but every one of us can come up with a name or names that this has happened to. That receive the word with joy, tickled to death to be a part of the church, praising God that they had believed and, and were saved. That's how I take it. Blessing they on the rock are they which when they hear and receive the word with 
with joy, and they have no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. That's what the Word of God says. In time of temptation. I, th I thought, as our little babies, they've got to be milk-fed. They've got to have their bottle. They've got to be, they've got to be fed. I, I watched Janet feeding Sally Ann there this past weekend, and, and uh, every spoonful, that young one was just, she couldn't hardly wait to get it, but she can't handle it herself. She can't do it herself yet. So we, it's our fault that some of our smaller ones are, and I say smaller, younger Christians are not understanding how important it is to be in the house Amen. of God. Amen. It's not being taught. It's, it's important. We need to understand it that I can't make it out of the house of God. I learned many years ago, many years ago, even before me and Janet was married, that if I didn't work, I didn't have no money. Daddy worked. He didn't have it. Mama couldn't. She didn't have it. So if I didn't find something to do, I didn't have no money. Not that I like work and not that I like my, all my jobs, but I like to eat. I like to keep lights on. So just make the best of a bad situation. Sometimes we don't like all that goes on in church, but let's keep our mouth shut and serve God. So good seed. So good seed. church has got eight, and that one's got ten, nothing over yonder building another uh, church so we can put ours in it and get these from there. We ain't satisfied nowhere. I'm going to tell you, we ain't got no root. Amen. Hello? Bless you me. get rooted and grounded, glory to God, you'll begin to bear some fruit. Amen. Uh, I planted a, and I'm not sure on the years, I may miss it one year, but I planted a fig tree. And it was where I dug up an old oak tree that died, so it was good, rich, fertile soil. And I planted that thing, and, and I think it was four years. It might have just been three. And it growed, and it's, it's, uh, I couldn't reach the top of it. It's probably 12 foot. But I didn't get no figs. And I thought, what's wrong with this thing? Is this even a fig tree? I, I finally looked up on the internet and it was fig tree leaves. I looked at them. What's wrong? And I think it was four, we'll say three years. That'll be good, three years. Three years before it started bearing fruit. I think I give Butch one and maybe another or two here at church. Uh, I think Jamie come by and eat one. But I had several figs. If you ain't never eat a fig off of off a real fig tree. They're sweet bass. They'll give them a lot more. They just melt in your mouth. But it ain't gonna bear no fruit. What we can't expect these three or four year olds to bear much fruit. We gotta be an example. What kind of example are we? Amen. That preacher made me mad and I ain't going back down there and give up in there. I don't have to go to his church. I ain't got nothing down the road. You ain't got no root. You ain't going to have no root down there. Amen. Amen. troubles up there, so I'm going to run Amen. off down yonder. I ain't going to fight the battle. That's right. Right. Amen. 
scripture. That was built on the sand. Didn't last. Yeah. Sand was on the wall. That's two different stories. Building a house on the rock and planting a seed on the rock. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You ought to have understanding to understand that. Right. So he said, he said, disciples, he said, you all are in a place till you can understand the mystery of Christ. You'll understand that he, he, he is the darling son of God. He's the Savior. You'll you understand that. But he said, others can't. So you and I are disciples of Christ. And, and we understand mostly the, the mystery of Christ. But there's thousands out there that does not understand. Yeah. Even, even just being baptized. Or understand being faithful to the house of God. Or understand that they can't fool around the places that they used to fool around. I'd be a fool today, a total fool today, to go stand in some places that I have stood in. Yeah. It'd look good, it'd smell good, it'd begin to eat away at me. I need to be rooted and grounded in the Word of God. The seed needs to go deep. And bring forth much fruit, 30, 60, 100 fold. Ear after ear. I don't know, but one grain of seed and one, one ear of corn. How many, how, many, uh, how many fruits is that? It could be on, on one ear of corn, come from one grain of corn, and that could be well a hundred, multiplied a hundred fruit. Could raise up a hundred more stalks. Ooh, glory to God. If I was about three years younger, I'd just run. But what God has put in our hand, the Word of God, that we can sow it and bring forth a hundredfold. Yeah. I, I've never been the greatest soul winner. And I'm sure God called us all to be soul winners. But God called me to preach to the church. The church is my burden. And if I see the church sowing seed, the Word of God, wherever they're at. <coughs> then I've done my job. We all got the same calling. We can't all do the same work. I can't, you can't work in my basket. I can't work in yours. But you've got a calling that you can help somebody that I can't touch. Butch can't touch. Lamont can't touch. You can get to somebody. Bless him, Lord. I thought, I thought about Lexi. And she went to Tiffany to pray for her at school. My Lord, my God, I didn't even know Tiffany. I've been out of luck if I had to went to Tiffany. What I'm saying, if we if we live the life, somebody will see it. 
This is a rerun, but it's been good for me. I've enjoyed it. And he said, On they, they that are on the rock, 13 first, are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root. And another place, Matthew or Mark, I don't know which, I've read them both, but it says they have no root in themselves. Can I tell you, you've got to get some root in yourself. I've watched that old potato lay down in the basement and sprouts come out from it. If you break one off, it just dies. It's no good at all. But it's got to be rooted in the tater. The sprout from that corn or that bean or that dry seed has got to stay fastened onto that until it can get rooted and grounded. Okay. It ain't rooted and grounded when it's the root's that long or the root's that long or the root's that long. But when it stays in the moisture, gets the right sunlight, gets the right rain, gets the right dirt, everything's just right, amen, it continues to grow. Yeah. What we need is understanding how important the church is. Right? This church ain't mine. Maybe this is God's house. Amen. The church is us. Amen. I can't make every decision. I don't make every decision. Some I don't even like. But we go on anyhow. We've got to go on. They only rock are they which when they hear receive the word with joy. And these have no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation, Fall away. I know I've read that four times, but I want you to get it. It's the seed of God. And went aside privately. That ain't it. I turned too many pages. And that which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth and are choked. And cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. I didn't realize that till the last thing when I was reading through this right before I left the house. I'd read it five or six times this week. Mary 14 again. And that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. We brought out Sunday and Sunday's message to not sleep as do others. And he said in Luke 21, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with suffering, that's drinking, overeating, eating, caught up in the world, and drunkenness and cares of this life. Under the cares of this life today, 
The simple reason that we're living so much higher and so much bigger than we one time lived. I was brought up in a simple, simple time with no hot water and no bathroom in the house. We made it good. As Roy said, I, I don't know. Spoiled. Maybe we're spoiled today. The cares of this life. And so that day come upon us unaware. So if we, it's, it's our duty as older Christians to help these get understanding of the Word of God. And we've got, I looked at them Sunday night, and we've got a great, great youth group. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, some of them will fall away. Yeah. Amen. Some of them, the cares of this life, they'll be sown among, among the thorns. Satan will trip them for just a minute. Yeah. And they mess up in their sex life and end up 14 years old with a baby to raise the rest of their life. I remember one we went to school with and it seemingly it just totaled her life, the rest of her life. Was ashamed to ever face anything else. That's what Satan wants. Larry brought it out, not be ashamed. Satan wants us to be ashamed that we are anybody. Satan wants us to, to feel like we're dumb or we're messed up Oh, we're too far gone or we're nobody. Amen. I'm going to tell you, the Word of God has been sown in our heart. If we're born again, amen, and it's up to us to keep it. Amen. And water, good soil, in the Word of God, measure up to the Word of God. We can't change the Word of God. He said if we change it, our part will be taken out of the book of life. Amen. If we add to it, he said these plagues will be added unto us. That's the word of God. Yeah. I didn't say that. But out on the good ground are they which are, which in an honest and good heart, you like that, honest and good heart. Maybe if we're not honest with ourselves, we're in trouble. We ain't going to have a good heart. If we're not honest with what's going on in our life, honest and a good heart, Having heard the word, keep it and bring forth with patience. Bring forth with patience. Mm. Anybody else got anything? 